Hello and welcome. Wow. Bug catchers. Never heard that kind of enthusiasm. To Experience Share a Pokemon podcast starring me, Larvitan, mm-hmm. aka Tanner Greenring, and my co host, King Drosh, aka Josh Fjellstad. King Drosh sounds very intimidating, very menacing. It's not, it's got a gross mouth, just like you. Uh, well, none of these people can see it, fortunately. Your mouth? It's actually like a, a normal mouth. Josh, and I know I'm potentially overemphasizing this to the degree that maybe some of you are dubious about the claim, but Josh has a normal mouth. <laughs> and there's no reason for any of you to investigate any further. Great. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Tanner. You got a pretty normal mouth yourself. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> Josh, we are playing the Pokemon games. We are on Gen 2. We are playing Pokemon Gold and Silver. And this week, we beat the dang thing. We conquered Johto. I got the credits. We're the champions of Johto now. I watched credits, and it said, the end. Yeah. Life comes at you fast. And I like those credits. I like the credits, too. They got the little twirling sprites. The twirling centret I thought was particularly cute. I thought there was a lot of game left, but I guess not, because life comes at you fast, and all of a sudden, you beat the game. Yeah. And I didn't even catch half the Pokemon I wanted to catch. So I ended the game with 78 Pokemon. I can obviously capture all of them, so I'm very far off. Do you have any intention of clearing out the Sweetie decks? Because what do you need at this point? I added two more, Umbreon and, oh, the Pidgey line, actually. So we're at more like, what, 85, sweeties? Yeah, I've caught 36. Oh, I mean, you got to do better than that. That's what Professor Elm said at the end of the game, too. (laughs) I bet. But I did catch a couple of new sweeties this week, and I even am toying around with keeping one of them. One of them made it to the team in sort of a playful way this week. Oh, interesting. So... I feel like my life is empty and unfulfilled because I beat the game and I watched the credits and then it just sent me back to the title screen and I closed my Game Boy and I put it up on its shelf where I keep it. (laughs) And that was it. And I went to my wife and I said, I did it. I beat Pokemon Gold. And she said, how do you feel? And I said, empty. Yeah, I know the feeling. So empty. So you didn't boot it back up? Why would I? I beat the game. Just to admire your team. I know I did. Are you saying that I should? I think so. Okay. Maybe I'll give it a try. Josh, we made our way from Blackthorn City down to Newbark Town, eastward to Kanto. Via the Tojo Falls and Victory Road. Back to the Indigo Plateau. And we faced off against the Elite Four. But before we talk about any of that, I would love to hear what you're working with. Got a big team? Let me search it. (laughs) Let me... What is it? Bang down, flip it, and reverse it? Something? Something. Yeah. Catch it. Let me catch it. Yeah. Let me catch it, raise it, and evolve it. Go flip it. Yeah. With that. Do you want to talk about your team, or do you just want to keep doing Pokemon parody lyrics for Missy Elliott songs? Uh, well, that'll have to be... You'll do that in your free time. Yeah, that's more of my thing off the mic. Yeah. We'll do the level check. Good. Who are your 
Mons this week? No surprises. Okay. Training far and wide from the mountains of Blackthorn to the depths of the Whirl Islands the other week to fight our challenger, Simsaquil, David Sims, really took it out of me. And I did not really put in the time on raising any of them. Also, once I encountered most of the trainers on Route 26, yeah. I was outclassing pretty much everyone, like, most of the time, 15-plus levels ahead of them, so... Yeah. I'm good. You're good. Same for me. I did not do, like, a lot of, like, power leveling this week, but I should have, because, dang, the Elite Four. Ooh, boy. Oh, they had some uh, tricks up their sleeve for you? They were a little tricky for me. They aren't elite for nothing. They were wiggly little devils. They're not the shite four. Isn't that the? Isn't that like how the Brits say shit, shite? <laughs> yeah, I think they say shite for. It's just the shite. Yeah, yeah. So shit for, not the shit for. Shitty for. That's good. Elite. Whatever. No, I want to keep talking about this. What's a good? Keep going. What's a good way to drag the elite for? The p smell feet for. P u for. Smell feet for. That's pretty good. And it's family friendly. Will you tell me about your fucking Pokemon levels? <laughs> Been trapped in my house for two days. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's some housekeeping, huh? You and I are quarantined. Yeah. Quarantined. So it's good to see someone else on a... We're both New Yorkers. Yeah. We both work in new media, which means that our new media companies were very eager to pull the trigger on letting us all work from home. Protecting us protecting us and the lives of other new yorkers making sure we're not vectors because josh and i live unhealthy lifestyles yeah that's not true of josh it's always surprising when i leave like beer in your fridge and then i'll come back like a month later and the beer is still there (laughs) it's just like this would this would not survive in my house i'm still coasting off the beer from our D &D session from like three weeks ago (laughs) like there's still probably a dozen left and i got two right here that's one of the, the perks of hosting D&D is just like everyone else brings beer. Yeah. And it doesn't get drank. No. Even when we're playing for like six hours. Well, we start at like 10 a.m. Not trying to get fucking shit-faced at 10 a.m. Yeah. Now that almost everyone other than me and our friend Isaac is now a dad. So our schedule over the years, Bug Catchers, because we've been playing for what, five years? Is this the yeah. sixth? This is the fifth. Fifth. We used to just do whole Saturdays and now we're usually like a Sunday every quarter. So we start early and it's more wholesome in the beginning. Yeah. Coffee and donuts. I would love to hear about your team, huh? All right. You know them. Got Summer leading up the front, Lapras, because she's coming in hot, or should I say cold, after ice-beaming all of Lance's dragons to death. Level 48. I'm going to burn each of your Pokemon as you say them, so just give me a second (laughs) after each one to come up with a good suckification for their name. So Lapras, more like Flabass. That's not your best, but I guess you're getting warmed up. If that's not my best, I'm worried about the remaining five Pokemon (laughs) on your team. (laughs) Marissa is the next one. Gengar, level 47. Gengar, more like... Mm. Gengar. I'll add like a TikTok sound. The Jeopardy sound. Gengar. One sec, I just need to pull up Rhyme Zone. Oh, one of the best websites on the internet. For those of us in new media. <laughs> Gengar, more like... 
Um, Gengar, more like Penzar. Being a Penzar would be fine. You know what? I like pens. I could be a Penzar. You could be a Penzar. Gengar, more like... um, uh, It's not helping. It's not helping. (laughs) All right. You might miss that one. Okay, fine. Dr. Roberts, Golem, level 46. Golem, more like goal. More like swollen. Swole's good. Not in this case. He's Depending on what you're into. He's too swole. <laughs> he is swole, actually. The sprite is very, like, ready to burst. Looks like a grenade. Yeah, it's gross. Hey, it's better than Graveler. It is better than Graveler. Graveler was the worst in that evolutionary. Golem's grown on me. Never thought that I would say that. I don't understand what happened between Geodude and Golem. Because, like, the transition from Geodude to Graveler makes sense. It looks like the same Pokemon, just with, like, more rocks and mud on it. And arms. And then it turns into, like, a a beast. Yeah, it turns into this, like, roly-poly and loses, sheds two of its arms. And it's got, like, a snout, like a canine. Why even have four arms at one point, you know? Yeah. Who has four arms and then it's like, nah, go back to two. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Machamp, that makes sense. He ends with four arms. Yeah. Ryan Atwood, Scyther. Scyther, I hardly even know her. 47. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. That's a classic. That one always works. Then we have Sandy Cohen, Noctowl. Not Owl. 46. It's definitely an owl, though. Not my owl, and it's sort of like not my president. Noctowl. Julie Cooper, Weepin' Bell, level 47. Julie Cooper, Weepin' Bell, more like bleep in hell, and the word I bleeped is <laughs> get fucked <laughs> in hell, Weepin' Bell. All right, you saved the best for last. <laughs> I think now it's on you to gratify my Pokemon's names. Well. Don't you think? Yeah. I wish I could use their nicknames because there's so many that are easy, like Gore Go Away, Kinshi Wang, you know? Yeah. But I got to use the Pokemon names. Yeah, and you're gratifying, remember, not suckifying. And what's gratifying? Making them good. Well, oh, I have to make them good? Yeah. If you can. I mean. <sighs> I don't know why I get the ones who have to be bad and then you get the either. good ones. I don't know either. I guess they are sweeties, so I like them. If I had to gratify your name, Josh. Fjellstad, it would be Entourage. What? Full pants. Is that good? What are you, what are you, no, what are you using to figure that out? <laughs> How about Top Nosh? Okay. Fuel pants. And the fuel pants, like the implication there is like you got a big dong. A big huang. So that's a gratification. Okay. Top Nosh, fuel pants. Tanner Green Ring would be better greener um mine would be like richer better greener richer no that's too far away tanner's tough not a lot of stuff rhymes with tanner banner like banner year but like maybe my last name would be like gleam bling like gleam (sighs) and bling gleam bling gleam bling is good banner's not bad actually what about glimmer gleam bling glimmer manner like an estate that someone would want to live in? Manor Gleam Bling. Yeah. I'd live there. Yeah, that's not bad. That's gratification. Okay. And that's your duty with my Pokemon this week. Okay, that seems a lot harder than what you had to do, but... It's not. It's not. It's not. 
it's essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. I also didn't have a ton of movement, except I did introduce a new team player to the to the team, which I will get to at the end. Kin Shi Huang, <laughs> my graphic, level forty eight. Um, great fairing, great fairing. That's fine. Gorgo, my meganium, level forty eight. That's already sounds good. Meganium. How about Magradium? Magradium. Because he's great. Yeah. All right. Christina, my Nidoquina, <laughs> level 46. Um, well, Queen, that seems pretty good. Neat. Neat. Neato Queen. Neato Queen. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Harold, my Lantern, level 47. Okay. Lan. Fan. Fan, fan, turn, burn, fan. Burn is what you're thinking? Stan, stan. Stan, yeah. Maybe upturn or? Yeah, upturn. I mean, sure. Okay. And are you satisfied with that? Yeah. Then I have Hojo Tokamine, who's my Azumarill, and he's 46. Azure is already pretty good. Sapphire. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Azumarill, more like Azumarin. Back that Azumarill up. You're admiring the ass. <laughs> yeah. And then I had my beloved Growleaf Poundmaker for a good bit of the journey this week and got him up to 46, but along Route 26. Grow, grow, Lithe. That's good. Grow like lithe, like you're... Yeah, grow lithe. Yeah. On Route 26, I did catch a new Mon. Ooh. And who's that? A Monitore. Queen of the... Queen of Nubia. Nubian Kandake, or a Queen Regent of Nubia. She's fun. And she is a Ponita. Oh, Ponita. Beautiful specimen, this Ponita. I'm not sure I need to, like, pure fire-type Pokemon on my team. No. <laughs> I wouldn't advise that. It might end up being a toss-up between Growlithe and Ponyta, but I like having her around Ponyta. for now. Whoa. Nita. Wait. Whoa. Neat. Uh, n- okay. Whoa. I see what you're saying. Whoa. Me... Whoa, me. I think we can both agree that I did a better job of suckifying your Pokemon names than you did gratifying mine. Whoa, whoa, Nita. We'll see. We'll put it to a vote on Twitter. So not a ton of movement. Do you think that you're going to just ride it out? Ponita can evolve on its own into Rapidash. Or you maybe wait until you get a Firestone and then maybe you bring Poundmaker back. You seem so into Growlithe. I need to figure out how to get a Firestone. They're all in Kanto. Because you know I need a fucking leaf stone. I'm sick of this bleeping hell. I'm sick of this weeping bill. Ponyta does evolve on its own, and I think that is something that was very tempting to me. And I think I actually got pretty close. I'm not quite sure when she evolves. I think it's like around here. Level 40. Oh, I'm very close. But I got her up to 38 before I just fucking ran out of time this week. Glad to get to know her as a Ponyta first. So we leave Claire's Dragon Den. We make our way south, down the mountain path, from Blackthorn to New York City. Nope, <laughs> New Barktown. 
Don't make me sing New York, New York. They can't take it. You may, if you were so inclined. New bark, new bark. Okay. Take a detour into Dark Cave and make your way down that way, although it's not advised. I did go in there on a sweetie hunt just to see what was around in there. Oh, no sweeties in the fucking Dark Cave. That place sucks. I agree, and actually, I did encounter a Pokemon there that I hated very much, and I would like to take a moment to talk about it. And I have a trainer I hated that I met in there, and I'll talk about that later. Okay. The Pokemon I encountered is actually my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. I bet I know who it is, but who is it? Dunsparce. Yeah. Dunsparce. I'm done with... I'm done, Sparse. I think this thing is gross. Yeah. It's like this disgusting, like, Darwinian nightmare of a creature, like, trapped between, like, several different stages of evolution. And it's got (laughs) a gross little worm body and permanently closed eyes and little fangs and little wings for some reason and a stinger. It's like a larva. It's like it was evolving and then someone just kept mashing B, but it got caught in between like three different evolutions. I think it's very gross looking. And the little eyes, like I get that it's supposed to be like a cave creature probably, right? What's that uh that like lizard thing only lives in like caves and it's blind all the time and it's like translucent? Quexotl or something? Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Imagine this thing touching your body. Ugh. Imagine this thing touching your body, right? God, I want to step on it. It's so gross. I want to step on it. I don't even want to step on it because it's like it's 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 four foot eleven. So it's like God, that's way longer than I thought it was. Gore is going to come out of this thing. You know how like some people have a punchable face like you see their face and you're like, that is a face deserving of a punch. Yeah. I mean, my I'm not prone to violence like you, so not really, but <laughs> I know what you mean. Contemplating violence is different than acting upon it. Yeah. Dunsparce has a body in need of a stepping. Yeah, but it's 30 pounds, Josh. I think the almost five feet long thing is more of trouble because you could step on part of it and then like the rest of it. Imagine it touching you. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Imagine being in a dark cave and this thing touches you. Oh, uh, yeah. So gross. I hate Dunsparce. It's bad. And I know some bug catchers are going to be in our mentions after this episode comes out and they're going to be calling Dunsparce a sweetie. They always and are. I get it sometimes. Not this time. They always do that. And they're always wrong. Dunsparce is bad. 100 percent bad i'm gonna admit this now bug catchers i encountered dunsparce last week because i did some leveling in that cave but like knew that i was going ahead to do that leveling so i was like i'll just save dunsparce for next week when like we should have actually encountered this cave yeah i didn't actually have and you make me barf pokemon this week oh wow the gameplay we actually played this week i was like oh these pokemon are all fine yeah none of these pokemon make me barf but then I remembered like, oh, I did Dark Cave early last week so that I could do some leveling in there. And I did encounter something called the Dunsparce. And it was gross as hell. I would say the same thing. We'll get into it in particular when we get to Route 26. But there was a lot of talent on this leg. Yes. Four sweeties were vying for that sweetie baby crown this week. Yeah, it was a good week. Like, no, no one offended me. Well. No one upset me. I'll tell you who upset me. Did you meet the hiker in the dark cave? Uh, Probably last week. I think it was hiker Eric. Okay. 
you crush him, he's got a Tuma Chops and a Graveler. Whatever, it's nothing to write home about. But Chomp. after you defeat him, he tells you that he drinks his Pokemon's HP up. What does that mean? And I don't like thinking about that. Oh, okay. And I get it. And I understand what that's code for. Any way you think about it, it's bad. Yeah. It's either like you're eating animal food or you're getting no, I some know kind what of means. sexual thing I know out exactly of it. What or it means. steroids. Nope. nope. What is it? Hot piss. Yes. Hot poke piss. And that's what he means by HP. He means I drink up my Pokemon's hot piss. Yeah, he's got to keep that hot piss up. That's gross, and I don't like it, and I'm upset, frankly, that you brought it up on the show. If there, you make me barf trainer of the week, hiker Eric on Route 45 in the Dark Cave. Drinking up all his Pokemon's HP, and of course HP means hot piss. I drink it up. I drink your HP up. <laughs> That's good. That's uh, <laughs> hyper relevant. Y'all remember? Uh, there, there will be blood. <laughs> Jeez, I literally can't even remember yeah. the name of the movie now. There will be blood. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. And that's that's sort of what Josh is bringing to the table. I didn't mount the campaign for this to happen, but I do have a phantom thread poster in my bathroom and so daniel day lewis is pretty frequently on the mind it's a very handsome poster that was bobby's nomination for art and i did not push back i didn't push back but i wouldn't have thought of it i haven't seen the the film my wife saw it and she said she didn't like it but she's sensitive to marital stress violence against women so i thought it was good making my way downtown route 45 from blackthorn to <laughs> new bark town can i tell you about a sweetie that yeah. i encountered on route 45 yeah it was called teddy ursa you did see a teddy ursa finally Teddy Ursa I caught on Route 46 in gold. And we also had a Pokemon that I don't think you have access to called Gligar. I don't want access to that thing. Yeah, Gligar was kind of gross. I didn't really like it. It's like, what if we made Zubat, but it's like shittier? Which is hard to do. You know how much you love Zubat? Now there's four more of it. (laughs) Now there's Gligar and Golbat and Crobat. So enjoy all these fucking Zubats. And it's like, I don't want any of them. Oh, and the Crobat. The Crobat. Koga has one. Oh, it's gross. Enough bats, y'all. We don't need any of these bats. The first one sucked. Give it up. I don't want any more. Nobody likes bats in general. But I did encounter a Teddy Ursa. I don't think I caught one because I was overleveled for Route 45 and like just kept killing them. Yeah. The only problem is like Teddy Ursa is a cutie. Ursa. Ursaring. Ursaring is not a cutie. No, Ursaring is not at all. I don't know quite know what I would do with the Teddy Ursa on my team at this point. My other announcement is... Okay, everyone, everyone, please be quiet. I... Josh has an announcement to make. After much deliberation on the Sweetie this week, as I mentioned, there were a few runner-ups, which included Dragonite, mm. Skarmory. Ugh, Skarmory? Yeah, I thought about it. We don't have those in gold. After all that, you can't even get them. They're they're not attractive. Wouldn't have even helped you up. How is that a sweetie? Oof, that thing sucks. I think it's got like kind of a, a nice vibe. Okay, it's your segment. <laughs> well, it didn't make it. When you compared it to the rest of the other contenders, there was no competition. But for a moment, I thought about Skarmory. We had Ivysaur. 
Oh, yeah. We encountered a couple of trainers who had, like, full evolutionary lines of the Gen 1 starters. Yeah, the Talon on Route 26 in Kanto was very impressive. Yeah. Everybody had something going on that I liked. Oh, Ivysaur specifically because the sprite in silver looks like he's about to sneeze and he's got a little, like, snaggletooth thing going on. Oh, yeah. That's cute. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. But the one who got it was on Route 45, and it is Fampy. Fampy is a cutie. Yeah. And I like it too. It's a little cutie elephant. Little tiny baby elephant. Sweetie baby. What does it evolve into? Donphan. Donphan's like a little like elephant warthog. It's not it's not very sweetie. I think it's kind of cute also. Okay. I think both of them are on the sweetie list, but you also can't get them in gold, so if you want a fampy, I will trade it to you. Oh my god. Josh, can I tell you something that makes me come around to Donphan? What Donphaner? It's only three foot seven. Like it's only three foot seven. It's tiny. Oh, it's a little it's like a elephant dog. It's like an elephant dog, except it does weigh 270 pounds, but it's a tiny little like elephant dog. I think it's like an elephant warthog. Yeah, that sounds about right. That wins me over. Fanfy's only a foot tall. Fanfy <laughs> is only a foot. One foot, eight inches. That's that is great. Very sweet. I love that. It's a little tiny elephant. It's so tiny. One foot tall. I love its proportions. Its feet are so small. No, this is right. You're it right. It has cool markings on its ears and its nose. Did you look at, you know what the tiebreaker was? Because I the Ivysaur with the sneeze was the runner up. The crystal sprite, because he rears up his trunk. Fampy. Let me look. And he gives a little dazzle with his eyes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So good. Fampy baby. I don't even know why I was debating. Sweetie. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Josh, let's take a quick break and then continue our journey into the Kanto region. Joshua, welcome to New Bark Town. Home of Fjellstan. Home of Joshua. Home of Professor Elm, whom <laughs> I went into Professor Elm's office yeah just to see if he wanted to like give me anything and he was like hey what about that egg i gave you and i was like oh right the egg <laughs> gilgamesh so i flew back up to blackthorn and got gilgamesh out and brought it back and i was like here <laughs> this is gilgamesh check it out it came out of the egg notice how its body is also an egg fucked up huh and he was like yeah fucked up yeah, and that it's a Sumerian king reborn. Yeah. And I can't remember what he gave me or what, like, why I went to the trouble, but I did go to the trouble. He probably is just like, all right, yeah, cool. You can keep it. It's like, yeah, I can fucking keep it. I fucking named it. He was probably like, I'd love to have it, but like, ah, Gilgamesh, I don't know. Uh, you could, you could keep it. Uh. I was like, oh, no, it's okay. You can have it. And he's like, no, you keep it. And I was like, I'm just going to leave it here. <laughs> just place it up on the table like a Pokeball. I'm like, all right. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Anyway, I went and checked with my mom and she's like, are you here about the money? And just out of curiosity, I was like, yes. And she's like, okay, how much do you want to take out? And then she like showed me my accounts and she didn't have any. Yeah. You weren't giving any to her. Nothing. Nothing, idiot. I actually did re-engage 
my mom because I do want that Snorlax beanbag chair that I believe I mentioned several episodes ago. Excuse me? I was like, I need the money now, but one day... She buys you a Snorlax beanbag chair for what, your room? There's a certain amount of money that she needs, and she gives you like random shit throughout that's like... I think you get an Everstone at one point, but most of it's like potions or something. But I think the last thing you ever get, she buys you a big, like, four-block-size Snorlax beanbag, and she puts it in your bedroom. What am I going to do with that? I want that. I'm not hanging out in my bedroom in the game. I want it. I want it. I got it. It'd be nice if it was, like, real. She gave me a Charmander doll also, and I put that out. That's cool. That was nice. That's cool. Can you give her money? Can I, like, take all my earnings and just be like, here's 100,000 Poke Credits? It's not like a high-yield savings. If anything, it depreciates because she just buys random shit. Yeah, I'm not interested. I don't I don't need the Snorlax doll, and I don't need the Charmander doll, so I'm fine. <laughs> I surfed Josh. I made my way east through Route 27. And the second I crossed the threshold into the Kanto region, a man stopped me and said, You there, boy! Oh. Do you know where you are right now? And I said, No, sir. And he said, the Kanto region, boy. Welcome. And I said, is Mr. Squirt still here, sir? <laughs> and he said, Mr. Squirt, I haven't heard that name in three years. <laughs> I was surprised, and I don't want to jump ahead, and we will get to the Elite Four. I was pretty surprised to hear that Mr. Squirt wasn't around on the Elite Four, because last time I checked, he beat the Elite Four and was the new champion of the Indigo League. Well, yeah, but he gave up his title to become the captain of the SSN, Captain Mr. Squirt. Okay, well... Joshua the first should have been up there at the top of the fucking Indigo Plateau. He didn't abandon his post. I am not certain that I will get the chance to ride in the SSN this game, but if I do, I had better see Mr. Squirt aboard, captaining the ship. <laughs> or else I'm going to be very disappointed in the Pokemon company. They would have to convert it or just redo all of them, but they should really do it like Dragon Age, where... uh. They build on each other. Yeah, your characters carry over. That would be sick. You fight yourself from your previous champion. Yeah, that'd be cool. I loved a tango with Joshua the first. I would hate to tango with with Mr. Squirt. Ooh, what a beast he was towards the end of that game. So, Route 27, you go into Tojo Falls. And you have a note here. Dumb. Yeah, I thought it was dumb. Because you need to learn Waterfall for this one part. Because, yeah, yeah. To deal with this part, two of my slots were taken up by HM friends because of these fucking waterfalls. You almost need an entirely different HM friend just for water type HMs in this game. Yeah. Because there's three. There's surf, there's whirlpool, and there's waterfall. Yeah, and I don't believe that there is one water Pokemon that can learn them all because I had a Quagsire who I taught whirlpool and surf to. But then he could not learn Waterfall, which I guess, obviously, it's like super bloated. Gyarados can. So Hojo on my team knows Waterfall and Whirlpool, and they're like not unuseful moves. Like Whirlpool's got kind of that neat like trap feature where people get stuck in it and it hurts them over time, which is especially useful for like fire type Pokemon, obviously. And Waterfall just seems to be just like a damaging move. Neither are as good as Surf. Right. But, I don't know. I don't mind having them. I think Waterfall is decent 
Whirlpool I don't care for. Unless you're you're building like a trap build, which is an option with Lapras, but I was not willing to do that. Yeah, I don't know. It was fine. I got a Moonstone. I, I fed it to Night Arena and she became Night of Queen. I did that last game. I'm only annoyed that you have to pack these specific Pokemon in order to get to it. And then like you don't need Waterfall for the rest of it. Yeah. But you're trapped. Once you cross over to Kanto, if you fly back, you got to do the whole thing again until you get to the Elite Four. There is a guy at the Elite Four who will teleport you back with his Abra. But even then, there's no flight path between Johto and Kanto. Right. Route 26, full of sweeties, full of trainers. Now that's a good route. Yeah. You get TM37 if that lady in the house thinks that your Pokemon are happy enough. She's like, this is a for advanced trainers only. Sandstorm. It does damage to both Pokemon. Okay, yeah. Wasting my time with this shit. Too complicated for me and just like boxed it. Listen, Darude's over. I don't have time for this. Yeah. I met a couple of new friends on Route 26. I figured I would be there for a while, so I cleared out some of the schlubs from my Rolodex. Oh, but you picked up some new ones? Yeah, I picked up Rena. Did you meet her? No. I got to fight both her and Birdkeeper Jose, who had a Farfetch'd, a couple of times, and I got extra XP out of that. I'm just not interested. (laughs) I got to make my new friends for Kanto. I'm not interested. Ditch all my Johto friends. Fuck that. I'm not interested. And I like, are we even going to see any of Kanto? I got, I, I beat the Elite Four and it was game over, end of game, roll credits. So it's like, what do you mean you need new friends for Kanto? Yeah. For this one little leg of Kanto that we have access to? Well, I don't see it at the point. I don't get it. Sure. You do encounter the Days of the Week siblings, and there's like a note. They're domicile. From like Saturday Susan, that's like. <laughs> Saturday Susan Santos. Remember, if anyone comes along and asks for something, you must give it to them. It's like, why? Yeah. I think they're like Resident Evil 7 style, like hill people psychopaths. They're working on some other scheme. Something going on there, right? Make your way up to Victory Road. It's a cave puzzle. It's full of Mon. They're very annoying and persistent. But eventually you make your way through like a bunch of like ladders. And it's like luckily not one of those boulder push cave systems. It's just maze-like. They slimmed down Victory Road big time. It looks like basically I think it implies you're on some other like subsection of Victory Road. So you don't have to do anything dumb. There's none of the boulder force field thing. Yeah. Nothing really to write home about. I did train in there for a bit. I slaughtered a bunch of fucking Rhyhorns and Yeah, me too. Gravelers and Golbats. Just wheelbarrows full of Golbats. It's not like a good look in that cave. Nothing really jumps out at me. It's kind of all ugly mon. And I know Dr. Lava gave us shit for saying that Rhydon is an ugly mon, but it is, okay? Oh, yeah. Dr. Lava's defense is that Rhydon is, like, one of the first Pokemon. And sure, first doesn't always mean best. Yeah. Definitely not in this case. Although the original sprite was cuter. Think of all the fucking Pokemon podcasts that came before us. Right. It it took this long to come up with the best one. Very best. You fight your rival at the end of Victory Road. There he is waiting for you. It's bad, Josh. Right when you think you're out, Greg's fucking standing there with his stupid red hair, ready to shove. And his gross-ass Pokemon team full of non-sweeties and fugs, including my 
recent least favorite, Sneasel. Oh, yeah. I know my team has been pretty dastardly in the past, and I think it's cleaning up its act a little bit. His is pretty dastardly. Yours is dastardly in a way where it's like they all look mean. They all like have this like <laughs> sneer. Yeah. But like he's got gross Pokemon on his team, like fucking Magneton and Golbat, who are just like, it's not cute. It's not cute, you know? No. Anyway, he's got a Sneasel, he's got a Magneton, he's got a Golbat, he's got a Haunter, he's got Kadabra, and then he's got whatever Pokemon is best against whatever starter you chose. Meganium for me. For me, it was a Typhlosion. And I beat him easily. It was a joke. He needs to give up. He was like 10 levels below all of my Pokemon. Doesn't he give up? What does he say? He says something like, I am bad at training Pokemon. And I'm a piece of shit. And I'm going to go commit seppuku now. (laughs) Ritualistic suicide where I jab a Tonto blade into my gut and wrench it across my intestines and let my intestines slip out before you. Uh, Weirdly aware with the ritual of seppuku. Who? Bad Josh? No, I agree. All right. We beat Bad Josh. We beat Greg. We make our way up to the Indigo Plateau. We're back, baby. We're back. It's the meme again where the guy is waking up from a coma. It's been three years, and he's like, I'm looking forward to battling the Elite Four again. You know, Lorelai, Bruno, Agatha, and Lance. Right. And then it's like, oh, no, sorry. None of those people are around anymore. It's now four new people. And by the way, did I say four? What I meant was fucking five. Yeah, it's five. They do this consistently. They're like, oh, it's the Elite Four, but also, oh, oops. There's a champion. You got to fight this one other fucking person. You got to fight this champion. You got to fight Lance for some reason. First of all, Bruno did make it. Bruno's the one holdout, which is bizarre because he sucks the most. Right. So what do we got? You start with Will. We'll go down one by one. Yeah, you start with Will. So Will is the psychic type. Yeah. And he's got a weird eyes wide shut kind of vibe he like came right from his orgy (laughs) he was just like oh sorry uh i heard like you were coming i was just at an orgy but like i'm here now (laughs) i was in an orgy with the old elite four (laughs) laurel i was there with her husband mr squirt (laughs) they host it yeah yeah it was it was wild anyway sorry i'm here now let's battle blastoise was everywhere gross (laughs) (laughs) yeah will man weird weird guy weird guy he's got a zatu he's got an executor yeah he's got a jinx jesus yeah a lot of pokemon that you know if you were into orgies this would make sense slow bro yeah yeah another zatu i don't like the zatus no i you know i don't i don't really love many of his pokemon jinx is obviously bad executor is like ugh. what is this yeah I beat Will fairly easily. Will was first or second toughest for me just because Sandy Cohen only has Thief, which we learned in the battle with David last week. Sucks. So I didn't have any good counter for Psychic. However, fucking Summer killed it. Lapras. Because Ice Beam is super effective. Zatu, both Zatu's executor. And then I had Marissa, the Gengar, with fire punch to deal with jinx and Slowbro was a uh julie cooper situation which was risky but it worked out will was slightly under leveled for my pokemon and it's like it, it, he did fine like he hurt me a lot you know but like i don't think i lost any mon in that fight and i think like 
It was mostly just a matter of Kinshi Wang using like Psybeam. Yeah. Which was not super effective, but it was effective enough because I don't have any ice type Pokemon or anything. So this season has been teaching me a lot about fucking ice. It's really fun. Yeah. Next up, we have Koga. He's back. He claims that he's making like a rebrand where he's like, oh, my thing is just like exploiting status changes on Pokemon. But you get into it. And yeah, he's got some new ones. It's a little more interesting, but they're all poison ultimately. Yeah. They all are ultimately just doing like fucking toxic and they do have, you know, they're supersonic and I still don't buy it with Koga. Koga gave me the most trouble. Really? He was my difficult one. I lost to him a couple times before I had to go like stock up on like fucking full heals. I think I bought like 15 full heals before I went into this thing. I like I didn't. I went and like fought Will and beat Will a couple times and then like went to Koga and Koga beat me like three times and I was just like, Well, I guess I gotta fucking like stock up before like this dude like poison and confuses me to death. You got Poundmaker. Fire is super effective on three of them. Yeah. Although it's a Growlithe, which is troubling at this point, yeah. He would do like some move that would take like a third of my health each time and then poison me. It's like well, that sucks. Can I say one other thing? Yeah. I was surprised that Foratress was not your you make me barf. Uh, contender. For certain a contender. The, like, clamshell, like, bug, steel, fucking, like, beady eyes sticking out of a mysterious, like, pink substance. Definitely contender. So was Ariados. I... It's just a bug. It's just a bug. It's, like, kind nothing... Kind of like Ariados. Nothing redeeming about it. It's not a sweetie, but I had an Ariados in one of my... Actually, in, I think, my iconic first run with Silver. And he had fucking Crobat. Oh, man. I hate that Crobat sprite. It's bad. It looks like an Aerodactyl's head with four <laughs> wings. <laughs> it's got this stupid... It looks like it has a full mouth of, like, human teeth, like anime-style teeth. I'm curious if yours, if, if Silver's is different from Gold's, because mine was just, like... This is clearly just the Aerodactyl sprite, but, like, just the head, and they've, like, added wings to it. Why do we need this funny fucking bats, too? We don't. The answer is we don't. It's essentially the same sprite. I think the angle on silver is worse, because it's, like, a profile. Man, I hate Crobat. I hate that whole line. I mean, Crobat is the least bad one. They're all bad. But they're all bad. Onward to Bruno, the fighting type Pokemon master who had... That's what he claims, master. The three Hitmons, Hitmon Top, Hitmon Chan, and Hitmon Lee. Yeah. No problem for me. Chewed through them with my mighty Mon. Yeah, I had uh, I had Sandy Cohen deal with all that. And then he had an Onix and a Machamp, Kinchi Wang, like just side-beamed them all to death. It's again, I mean, Bruno was the biggest joke in the Elite Four in red and blue. Again, joke. I'm surprised he's even still here. How is he the one that doesn't get booted out? Are, are, are you kidding me? Well, Lorelai settled down. That's true. She's in the high seas now with her husband. Agatha probably died. I mean, she was so old. Yeah. <laughs> her favorite type is ghost and she's like a hundred years old. She's out. And then there's a new Pokemon master in the elite four and it's <laughs> Karen. And oh, Karen. Glad you, glad you thought to include a female trainer in the elite four Pokemon company. Cause it was starting to seem like a real boys club. It was like, Getting dicey, they're like, oh, shit. They're like, they've already drafted it. They're like, Lance, definitely got to have him back. Bruno, sure. Koga, interesting. 
Will, kind of a freak show. We've got to have a wild card element. I mean, if he has time between orgies. And then they're like, Jesus, we need it. We forgot to have a lady. And they're like, uh, uh, Blair, no. Karen, Karen. Karen. Yeah, Karen. Lance, <laughs> you're now the Pokemon champion. And Karen, now you're in the Elite Four. And she's... What a name for an Elite Four. She's the trainer of the new type to Gen 2, which is Dark type, and she dorks at it. She is dorks at it too! And she's got a Hound Doom, Murkrow, Murkrow, Gengar, Vileplume, Umbreon. Yeah. She opens with last week's surprise sweetie, Umbreon. Both of last week's sweeties, Umbreon and then Vileplume. I had a Mon on my team that was a good counter for each of her Mon. Okay. I had Fire-type for Vileplume, I had Water-type for Houndoom, I had Electric-type for, for Murkrow, and then Gengar and Umbreon proved like some challenge, but not enough to, to really slow me down. She was interesting. I did not have anything super great for any of them. So I beat the Elite Four, and then I went on, and, and I go into the next room, and it turns out it's not the Elite Four, it's the Elite Five, because Lance is there, and you've been fucking buds up until this point, and you've been taking down Team Rocket together, but now all of a sudden he's like, psych, guess what? I'm a fucking Pokemon Master, too, and you have to beat me as well. And it was all a test or some bullshit. I didn't even fucking heal before I went in there, because I was just like, well, did it. And then it was like, and I have to fight a guy who has like six fucking goddamn dragon airs. <laughs> well, he evolved his strategy in more ways than one because he didn't double down on dragon airs this time. He doubled, he tripled down on dragon knights. <laughs> He's got three oh, right, dragon knights. Three Dragonites, this fucking guy. And they just kept fucking, like, hyper-beaming me to, like, fucking oblivion. And it was just like, I wasn't even healed. Like, three of my guys were in red, and he just, like, kept fucking hyper-beaming me. And it's like, this sucks, dude. What the fuck? We were buds. I thought we were friends. We got rid of all those rockets together. I did beat him, but, like, it was honestly the skin of my fucking teeth, man. He's got a level 50 Dragonite, the finisher. Like, Lantern, with his fucking spark, was my saving grace. He did at least take our advice, though. He brought in a little more diversity. Finally brought in a fucking Charizard. Duh. Charizard is like the, Come the on. quintessential dragon Pokemon. So I'm looking at Strategy Wiki here, and I didn't realize this because, let me tell you, Summer, Ice Beams were one-hit KOs on all of the Dragonites. <laughs> she was MVP for sure, but... Each Dragonite has Twister, Thunder Wave, and Hyper Beam, but then they each have the one interesting elemental move that Dragonite can learn via TM. Blizzard is kind of a fucking challenge for me, too. Thunder and Fire Blast. So they have a fair amount of, like, type coverage. And then he had a Gyarados, too, which was easy enough to beat for me. Yeah, and Aerodactyl. Oh, yeah, and Aerodactyl. Yeah, yeah. We had to part ways, Joshua and Lance. He was like, listen, man, like... I had a crush on you growing up, and <laughs> we took down Team Rocket Is together. Real? Is that true? Yeah. You, like, had the, like, Tiger Beat magazine with Lance in it? Like, Lance, that's the vibe. I mean, I love dragons, always have. His little cape. This guy had cool dragons. He's got a cape. He's got cool hair. Look at his nice shoes. He's got style. Yeah. Lance, yeah. That's where it's at. Cool, dude. And Joshua felt the same thing. 
it's a little complex with the Lance thing. He's got last Dana over in Johto. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of Lance right now. I just Googled Lance and I'm on the Bulbapedia page for Lance. Yeah. And there's a few things I didn't realize about Lance. First of all, you should go to this Bulbapedia page and look at him. Oh, I'm there. Because his like little pose with his little like pelvis thrust out. It's just oh, like yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> he looks so silly. And I also didn't realize that he was like ginger. It's sort of like magenta, but yeah, that's right. Look at his little little pelvis thrust out. I'm Lance. <laughs> He's ready to go, ready for anything. Great. We did it. And then you go into the next room and... Oak runs up and he's like, oh, shit, I missed it. And fucking, uh, what's her face? Mary, the radio show host. Right. Is right behind. She's like, oh, I got to interview him. But then Lance ushers you into the next room. Yeah. And says, like, you've done it. You've defeated all of us. Congratulations. You beat the game. Roll credits. And we, Josh, have defeated Gen 2 Pokemon Gold and Silver. And we will never touch the games again. That's it. They roll credits. They show you your team. Show you your like your save file. I was very surprised to see that I had dumped forty hours into this game. Oh yeah, into this into this game. Keep in mind because I did dump like twenty hours into <laughs> right the previous version of this game. Well, it's at least it's not two hundred and fifty-five or whatever you technically put in on the <laughs> last gen. Yeah, but we will figure out what happens next week. You're encouraging me to take another look, huh? I think it's worth another look, even if just to admire your months, maybe catch a few more sweeties. I guess I'll fire up the game tonight and see if there's anything, if there's any further journey beyond the Elite Four in Kanto. Yeah, I mean, you still got the Master Ball that Elm gave you. Maybe you can go look around for something to catch with that. Just take it in. I'll just take it in. You know, gold and silver. Great game. I loved it. My favorite gen still stands up. Great game. Uh, Excited for Gen 3. Excited for Gen 3, and maybe we'll cover that next week. Maybe we'll cover that in 12 weeks. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. uh, Four to six or eight weeks. Until then. (laughs) 12 sounds long. I have been... Larvitan, aka Tanner Greenring, and I am joined as always by my co-host King Drosh, aka King Drosh. Josh Fielstad. Please rate and review the show on iTunes and please follow the show on Spotify and please do whatever it is you do to the show on every other podcasting platform that is not iTunes and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At EXP Share Pod. We got some good shit. It's been popping off recently. We've got a lot of content. You can see our mons. Tanner makes a visual level check, so you can check them out. Josh makes an audiogram each week that's sort of the best joke of the episode, and they're always me. Uh, so you can share that with your friends. That was right in the first gen, but I think I've had a couple of hits. <laughs> couple of hits this season. You can share it with your friends and get them on board because the more the merrier with this program. We just want to celebrate Pokemon and we just want to have fun with all of you. And, well, no one else is doing this kind of dumb Pokemon show where they're playing all the games in order. So we hope that you will get other people involved. We hope that you're playing along with us. That's always super fun to see. Yeah, we love that. And, frankly, if we ever get around to doing live shows, it will be good that you've played along because then we can uh, battle you. Hell yeah. 
Josh, I will see you next week. See you next week in Johto or Kanto or beyond. And I'll smell you later. I'll smell you later. I did it that time. Unprompted. Back that Azumarill.